0: So, Berto, I thought we would respond to some listener questions. What do you say?
1: That sounds like a good plan.
0: This is the Psychology in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirk Honda. I'm a therapist and a professor. Who are you, Berto? My name is Umberto Castaneda. I'm a professional diffractor of divergent roads. So this email is from patron Saku. Saku says, hi, Kirk, long-time listener here. I seldom give any feedback, but... Having just listened to your Top 100 Movies episode, which I liked because I seem to share a lot of the same tastes in movies as you, I have something to say uh, about that episode. You seem to be awfully dismissive of Umberto's input at times. (laughs) So much so, being the bleeding heart empath that I tend to be, it made me feel a bit uncomfortable. Like you expect him to know his place as a guest in your show. Berto, Bert, what do you think about that? Uh, I I don't know. What do you want me to say about it? Uh, well, so <laughs> yeah, I, I probably do do that at, at at times, and I think it's it's really due to two reasons. It's never because I want you to know your place. I mean that that's I mean that's ridiculous, you know. Um, he says this, but he's holding a whip in his hands. Yeah, yeah but honestly, I think the main reason is because. When we're recording, I'm thinking about 30 different things. You know, if, if Berto, you and I were having a conversation, which, you know, we often do off microphone, like honestly, you're probably the one doing 90% of the talking. Do you know what I mean? This is true. You know, and, and so, and I've never, I'm never like uncomfortable with that. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not like I have a general policy about like, I don't like listening to Berto talking. It's more related. I, but I, I would say like, Ninety percent of it is related to the fact that when I'm re- when I'm recording the podcast, I'm thinking about a hundred different things that interfere with my ability to listen. Honestly, right? Things like and if if you people out there are a podcaster, you understand this. For you people who aren't podcasters who don't work in audio or something like it, you might just think it's like. Berto and I just have a conversation and it just happens to get recorded perfectly. It happens (laughs) to flow and everything, but it's, it requires so much mental. And Berto, you just show up. You show up at my at my house, you walk into my office. I show up uninvited. And, and the microphone's ready to go. The headphones are ready to go. Your seat is ready to go. You don't ever... You, you rarely have anything prepared. And if you do, it's like minor. Your seat is warmed up, too. Yeah. Whereas I've been preparing for some episodes for weeks, you know? And so... so the, but, but a big part of what's distracting me is... The sound levels, you know, I'm, I'm my own engineer, you know, I'm, I'm running the soundboard, I, I'm monitoring the software right now, I'm monitoring the time, um, I'm always thinking about where we're headed and what we've covered, and are we insulting anybody, um, how much, you know, time, you know, I, I, I like to have episodes have sort of story arcs to them, I might not always be apparent, but, you know, uh, for, for example... A lot of the times when you and I, Berto, do our our so-called garbage pail episodes, I'll cut about half of the stuff. Right. Because when you and I just sit down and talk, only about half of it is interesting to listen to (laughs) or not offending or... Or not stupid. Do you know what I mean? Right. And so, so any, so anyway, I'm always thinking about that. I'm thinking about, okay, well, we're, how many episodes are you and I going to record? Do we have enough time? I got my eye on the, on the clock of time of day, because you, you know, you don't have all day to record this kind of stuff. You know, um, is the recording at a crash? Are the headphones working? What time do I need to go to bed later so I can wake up the next day? And actually, because we record in the evening a lot of time. Well, you don't really cut me off that much. I mean, my thoughts on the... And those are my thoughts. (laughs) Uh, That's an editing joke by Berto. I'm also thinking about my notes and, you know, I'll hear a noise outside the office and I'll be like, what's going on outside my office? And so, there's so many things. Now, I've gotten better after nine years of doing a podcast, but... But it's still a lot to hold in my mind. And really, most of it is my brain trying to think, like, how can I keep this episode entertaining? You know, it can't just be a conversation. So... As Berto is talking, it gives me a chance to finally kind of check in with time and and the and the you know the right. software and how long and like it, it. So half the time when Berto's talking, I'm doing something else anyway. But I'm barely listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> and so so there are times when one I might chime in really not even knowing what Berto had been saying. So, so that sounds great, Berto. And I was just like, I'm so depressed. I'm yeah. so tired of this. I mean, I'm exaggerating because I do listen to you. But but my point is, is that I have a lot of things in my mind. Right. The other thing is, is that I'm very cognizant of the listener's experience. You know, most podcasts, 99 point, I listen to a lot of podcasts. and right. We're going to get into that later. What podcasts I, I, I have listened to, Guess how many hours of podcasts I've listened to. I, so my app keeps track okay. of how many hours. When did you start on so, that app? So it keeps track of 2017. So, oh, so just this year. Yeah, so we're not quite at the end of the year. How many hours uh, do you think I've been listening to podcasts in a year?
1: 500.
0: Well, whatever equates to fifty days, so that's <laughs> so that's like a hundred and fifty hours. Oh my god, something like that, right? So, well, no, because it's fifty days, meaning fifty times As if 24. you were watching twenty-four hours, right? A day. So it's fifty times twenty-four. So, yeah. So what is that? 100, and or uh, sorry, uh, no, uh, it's fifty because you got 100, it, It's like a. What what do we? Yeah, a thousand so, five hundred hours. Right, a <laughs> thousand yes. four hundred hours. Yes. Am I doing the math right? Yeah,
1: because it's a hundred plus another zero. It's a thousand. Yeah, and then you got another. Uh, there's fifty two weeks in the year. Oh wait, how many weeks did you yeah, say? Yeah,
0: fifty two. Fifty weeks. Yeah. You said fifty weeks. Uh, well, anyway, whatever. A lot of hours. So, so it amounts to fifty days. Twenty four. Yeah. 50, fifty days. That's fifty days. Yeah, out of a three hundred and sixty five day year. Right. You know what I mean? And so. I listen to a lot of podcasts and of the podcasts that I've listened to where I've experimented with like oh I'll check this one out, I'll check this one out. The vast majority of podcasts, they just ramble. They they they're, they're 50 very days. They're yeah, that's a lot. 365. Oh, cuz you do it while you're
1: doing other shit too. Yeah. So that, cuz that's I was going to say that is a sixth of the like freaking year.
0: <laughs> right. So a, a sixth of every of every and that's not of my sleeping time, right. right? So so it's like, what is that? Like a third of my waking hours I'm listening to podcasts. Unbelievable. Some, if we're doing the math right, back of the napkin, yeah. right? Which makes sense because while I'm driving, while I'm doing the laundry, uh, while I'm taking the garbage out, sevens. while I'm cooking, while oh I'm, you God. know, uh, just all these different things. Anyway, yeah. um, t- I, I take a shower, I'll turn on a podcast, and I can I can hear it from out the um That's crazy. Yeah. Um, because I just, I just, there's so many great podcasts. I to do that, it,
1: that said, okay. That th- I was gonna say, if I counted up my
0: YouTube hours, it's probably like that too, right? Yeah. So on the flip side, I never watch any TV. It's it's very rare uh, if if I watch any TV. Right. It has to be very focused TV. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the thing about podcasts is I it's I can I can multitask. 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 But anyway, yeah. The point is is that I listen to a lot of podcasts and. I have heard a lot of bad podcasts and most podcasts, the vast majority of podcasts I can tell, or they're, they're not managing the time. Well, they, they have very, they have long, slow periods. They meander. The conversation doesn't stay on point Mm -hmm. and, and it's not entertaining. And so, so there are times when Berto, you don't necessarily know where I'm going. right? You know, I, I'm guessing you like you sit down and I have pages and pages of notes and, and you're just, you and you're awesome at this because you can (laughs) associate because yeah, because you can free associate and sort of chime in in a way that I've never heard any, I've had tons of other people on the podcast before it and you can, you'll, and you know, something I'll say will spark something in your head and you'll, and you'll go for it. You know, 95 times out of a hundred, it's going to be something great. But every once in a while, you you go off on a tangent. Then I'm just like, this this is totally off topic, and it's not going in the direction, and it's basically a waste of time in my head. Right. And so there are times when I'll when I definitely will shut that down. I'll just be like, I'll even hand wave to you. Sometimes I'll just be like, uh, you know, let's end. You know, what are you doing? You know, and so it's not it's rare, but it yeah. happens. And so and and you're fine with that because you're just like, oh well, Kirk has an agenda. And, yeah. You know. I mean. I, I consider it a failure if we don't go off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, um, so, so in that episode, um, I was trying to get to a hundred different movies, which is probably too much to, you know... Oh, the hundred movie episode? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, there was that plus... Uh, now, so I think that's most of what might come across as me blowing off. However, there is definitely times when... Right. I probably am just being a dick and completely blowing you off. You know what I mean?
1: Well, in the 100 movie one, like, I didn't have 100 movies prepared. So I couldn't have even matched one by one because I can't, off the top of my head, remember 100 movie names. That said, um, I also don't remember you, because I was just giving my opinions about my movies. I don't remember. But I know in other episodes where, like, you know some topic like I remember it's been a long time, but I know we were talking about evolutionary psychology one time, like a couple of years ago. And it's like, you're like, ah, I think we got to s- stop here or something. Or, I'm going to yeah. scrap this whole section. or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, that's rare. Like that, I, at least from my perspective, that feels rare.
0: Right. And I think there are subtler moments where I probably am at least coming across to listeners. And probably rightfully so, as 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 being disrespectful of you, and 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 not listening well, or sort of like rushing you, or something. I, I'm I'm positive that 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 happens sometimes.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. But like the other day, we had uh, our guests from the unpopular culture podcast. Yeah, and I remember I don't even know if it was this last time or the previous time, but I remember I was saying something and when i looked over at you you were very engaged in something that was going on in the computer and so you just kind of said like yep that's good and then we moved on to something else right and i knew that you didn't catch what i just said but i like i also understand i'm behind the scenes so i understand like the show must go on and what i whatever i said isn't that critical that you have to stop everything you're paying attention to interesting that, but if it were i would probably say like I would call attention to it.
0: And you're a nice person who goes with the flow and doesn't yeah. take offense to uh, me occasionally being a dick to you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So so I apologize for the legitimate times when I have not been nice.
1: Well, I accept your, leg- your legitimate apology.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure other listeners probably have a similar reaction where we're just like, geez, you know. I mean... Honestly, I get a lot of different emails around. I've never heard this one particularly before, but I hear I get emails from people commenting on our dynamic, do you yeah. know what I mean? And and there's a wide variety of reactions. I'll just put it that way, of you course. know. S- some people have take it one way and some people take it another and right. some people think we're gay for each other and because we're you know, obviously not just colleagues. If you
1: look at the picture, I'm just I'm just going by pictures. Like, let's just look at pictures.
0: <laughs> so along these lines, what podcasts do you like? So patron Leanne wrote, on, wrote in and said, Hi, Dr. Honda and Umberto. What are your top five favorite podcasts that you like to listen to and why? Umberto, what do you think? So what I, my secret confession Wait, is... Wait, so I, I want to interrupt you. <laughs> just <so> you. <laughs>
1: That's perfect. My,
0: <laughs> I'm not really interested in what you have to say. <laughs> Just a, go ahead. Yeah, my
1: secret confession is I, I used to listen to podcasts. In fact, when we started the podcast, I had been listening to podcasts quite a bit. I had been listening to a video gaming podcast back then. Uh, I had uh, I would listen to... There was like a, a health... Well, no, it wasn't health. It was like fitness podcast. But when YouTube started gaining more and more speed... Momentum. I sort of started switching to watching channels that I cared about on YouTube. Okay. And what's interesting is, I, I mean, I part of the reason is because I like the shorter format. Mm. The you know the they're usually five to ten minute long videos in, in general. Yeah, podcasts tend to be longer. But the flip side of that is, I'm always frustrated because a a lot of times I'm not paying attention to the visuals, so it is just like a podcast for me. And I get annoyed that there's not enough content and that it ends so quickly. So many people have said, "Well, why don't you start listening to podcasts?" And it's a great question. I don't have a great answer to. It. But I was going to mention some of my top YouTube channels that I like and that are that could very much be a podcast as well. In fact, some of them do have their own podcast. Uh, I'd say the top one, the one that I've been listening to the most over the last five to seven years, however long it's been, uh, SXC Phil. Uh, the Philip DeFranco Show. It's a uh, he does these short daily segments that are mostly news and entertainment stuff. Uh, but he's really good, and he's really good at looking at things from both sides and doing his research and not just kind of putting garbage out there. Um, and he's tackled some. Very, What's it called again? Uh, it's the Philip DeFranco Show. Okay. Uh, his like the handles SXC Phil. Um, and then I've you know this I've listened to the Young Turks for many many years. Yeah, uh, they they go in waves for me, but uh, I I appreciate where they're coming from, and I don't care about all their content, but I do care about a lot of their news content. So that um, that is like a podcast because they go long. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. If I wanted to, that is one of the rare ones that has daily hours of content. Right. You know. Uh, there's one called MMA World, which is all about mixed martial arts. Really? Yeah, and I really love it. They put out. Two do you or even three watch MMA? All through YouTube, I do. Yeah. So you've never watched a live? MMA? I, I have not live. I have uh, rented the. Oh, sorry, not live in person. I've rented the pay-per-views oh, okay. a couple times. So,
0: oh, I didn't. I did How did I not know that you were an
1: MMA? <laughs> I don't know. Guy. Um, but like, and I definitely paid for the Conor uh, versus Mayweather, which is not MMA, but still, well, was it's really an MMA guy? Yeah, but anyway, so I watched these because they, they go all into who's gonna fight who next, what the results were. So you rented the 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 McGregor, yeah, and yeah. watched it at home. No, we were in uh Oregon at the time. Oh. Me and some friends. Okay. Yeah. And so like we just went in on it together. Oh. Um and then I like another one called Mick the
0: Vegan. Mick the Vegan. It's he's a vegan yeah.
1: and he talks all about, you know, different uh aspects of it. He does research things like that very related to it. How the,
0: often are you watching these like Oh, daily. Like every day. basically
1: every day I'm frustrated if there isn't one new content. Uh <laughs> What I have discovered though is some of these I can put as background activities. Some of them I can't. Right. Like the Young Turks, I can background a bit because they talk and they consider the issues, stuff like that. Um, and you listen on your phone? Yes, with my little in-ears, yeah. Okay. Uh, and running. I can do this running all the time. While right? you're That's running. That's great. But some of them uh, require visuals. Like there's one channel I really like called Dark Matter 2525, and it's a cartoon, and it's all about like religion and stuff like that. And... I have to watch the cartoon, so I can't like just listen to it because right. otherwise I miss it. Uh, and then the last one that I really like... Oh, sorry. One was tied with Mick the Vegan is Nutrition Facts. It's done by this guy named Dr. Gregor, who is... Um, he used to have the most annoying voice in the history of humanity. And now it's probably top 10 most annoying voices because he's improved. But the guy does all this research on nutrition. And so all his videos are uh, cited with links to the actual studies and all these things. So it's not just his opinions. Um, And lastly, this one came out recently, and it's called Tear Zoo. And it's this guy who must be a biologist who decided to uh, put out these videos about animals, but pretending that this is part of some MMO where all the animals are classes you can pick Oh yeah! And so what he'll do is be like, "Today we're gonna consider the snake tier." Yeah, I've, right? I've seen I've seen that yeah, guy. Yeah,
0: it's so fun because he actually yeah. knows his stuff, right? So <laughs> it, it, he he talks. It's like humorous because he'll go. Giraffe gets plus two food because it can reach food. Yes, right. at a higher rate, but uh, he's got a
1: debuff because he th- yeah. he can't like move fast. If you
0: know RPG <laughs> or MMO lingo you know the the lingo that yeah, he uses it is so fun he yeah. doesn't have that many videos yet cuz he just started this year he he did a different um thing like it what he he went off script for one episode where he did he do like a star wars character or oh, game of know. thrones or something like i remember watching one where he didn't do animals he did oh, some I didn't other see that one. anyway
1: i've only say he's got like i think maybe 15 videos so far but they're all really entertaining
0: Anyway, so those are my my top channels. That's funny. I mean, I'll just mention what I watch on YouTube. Sometimes, like in this really stupid way, for some reason, even though I haven't played StarCraft two in like five years, <gasps> I watch StarCraft two uh, Husky StarCraft like tournament tournament yeah. games. You know, between two cur- random. Oh, Korean dude, guys. I used to
1: be addicted to that.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I, I think it's like when I I hated watching golf, but then when I started golfing, I could watch mm-hmm. golf. And when I watch these guys play Starcraft too, I'm just I'm just blown away yep. at how fast they are, you know. And 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 it's kind of interesting, you know. Okay, yeah. you know. But anyway, well, and it looks like it's more than one person playing that same right. character, right? The right. Same and, well, and he, if you and every once in a while they'll they'll show the guy's hands, yeah. And his left hand is on the keyboard, right? And it's just yeah. it's just flying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Incredible. Whereas me, it's like when I play, I don't even use the left hand. I just, I'm just mousing (laughs) all the time. Yeah. Um, Another YouTube channel that I love is uh, Primitive. Primitive technology. It's that guy. He never talks. He just he builds like like huts and and kilns and he makes he makes like bows and arrows and all. He's just in the woods Uh and all he has he just has a pair of cargo shorts on. Uh, and no shoes, no shirt, no technology. He's just in the woods. And he and he shows you how people in the sense. past would have made a house, how they would have made a kiln, how they would have made a, an axe.
1: Wow, how that they, sounds
0: super useful. How they would have made a bed that's off the ground. It's fascinating. And he, wow. he makes it out, all out of just like bark and trees and grass and yeah. mud. He even manages to smelt iron ore out of just like <laughs> Dirt that might have iron in it, you have to like get a lot of it, but but it's really simple anyway. And it's super popular. Like, whenever he posts one, oh my god,
1: I'm gonna check that out
0: instantly. Gets like, and make sure you turn on the closed caption because he explains in the closed captioning. Um, it's primitive something, primitive technology or so. Anyway, okay, so my podcasts are it's hard for me to list my top five because, um. I don't know whether or not I should say the ones I listen to all the time or the ones that I just consider to be the best ever. Oh. So I'm, so I'm going with the latter. Okay. Number 1, This American Life. Mm. Everyone, you know, this is no surprise. It's right. a, it's a huge podcast. It's not so great lately. It's it's been a little shakier lately. But This American Life originated as a as a radio show and then they started making it also into a podcast. Mm-hmm. And this is it's just there's so many great episodes. It goes, it goes back to like, I think like the early aughts or something. Wow. It's,
1: so it's just consistently great quality.
0: Yeah. I mean, these. you know, like Serial came from this S town came from, you know, just so many, so many things have come from this American life. I right. glass. Number two, skeptics guide to the universe. This was, I still listen to this comes out every Saturday. <laughs> and it's sort of weird in that it's one of the only podcasts that comes out on the weekend, you know? Oh, interesting. But, I have listened to every single one of these episodes, and it was one of the first podcasts that I stumbled upon in the early days, in the you know two thousand seven two thousand eight time. Wow. I think two thousand seven is when I two thousand six like early days. It's one yeah. of the only podcasts out there, and I actually discovered it through an astronomy podcast called Astronomy Cast, and that one's still going too. But I found Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. It's basically a science show run by a um, neurosurgeon instructor, huh. and he has his he has his friends with him, and his brothers and other people, and they talk about science and stuff. And they have this thing called so. So I, when I started this podcast, I was trying to recreate Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, but for but <laughs> for, for psychology. psychology, like the Tougher Bluff thing. Originally, it was just trivia, right? Right. Well, they have this very famous uh, segment on their show that they do every every week that is called Science or Fiction oh so it's so it's so Tougher Bluff is completely ripped off we've ripped off something yay Um, we do it differently and and you know but but it comes from that and do they have a Gripes of Wrath called like Exogenic (laughs) Reaction no uh, but uh, it's a great podcast. Oh
1: exothermic
0: I meant and I still listen to that one. that one still in the beginning years like 0708 I was I just couldn't get enough of this pod. I was obsessed I you know I got the archive and would listen every week and and I was just so obsessed with it I just was learning so much about science and about research and about skepticism right. and you know all that kind of stuff um, the number three is, and this is in order, I'm mm-hmm. saying kind sort of, sort of like, what I would say are just like my epic podcast. Number three is TBTL or too beautiful to live. Oh, wow. uh, so, so you, know how we were associated with Cairo for a while? Yeah. Cairo is a local radio station. One of the big radio stations in the area. And I just, and there was a, so there was another podcast that was associated with Cairo and when, and, and they, and one of the guys who did the podcast was going to do a training on how to, how to make a podcast. Oh. And I and I was like, oh well, I I have a podcast and I'm with Cairo, so I went to Cairo and I went to the training, uh-huh. and and I and Luke Burbank was the guy. That he was talking, and I just thought he was really funny, and I thought maybe I should check out this guy's podcast. And so I te- checked it out. TBTL comes out Monday through Friday. It's like an hour long, and it's just two guys, Luke Burbank, Andrew Walsh, and they're both like uh, radio guys, you know, that worked uh-huh. at Cairo and worked on news. You know, they were producers and also like on mic talent and all that kind of stuff. But they just joke around. Imagine if you and I could just talk about whatever, you know, news, right. joke around.
1: Just randomly.
0: Yeah. And like. and, and we did it, every day for an hour. right? You know, every day we just like, okay, well what's in the news and how you doing? We could
1: totally do that. Right. How's,
0: how's your cat? You know, how's, how's my dog? How, you know, how are you feeling? You know, I'm bored. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's the thing. Like there's a lot of podcasts like this, but there's something about TBTL where it just keeps it fun, you know, and it's a community. And so the thing I picked up, so, uh, so a lot of this list is actually me admitting to what I'm stealing. So TBTL, <laughs> yeah. the thing that I steal from that is the conversational tone of it, which right. is also a skeptic's guide to the universe. But also the way that TBTL makes creates a community. Early on in the days of, of TBTL, they were very interested in in, in creating a community and, and an interaction with the listeners. You know, I see. And and so I just you know wanted to do that because you know other podcasts they don't do that at all. You know, yeah. they they don't. Answer or they have very little interaction with the with the listeners. Mm. You know what I mean? Anyway, number four is a is a very guilty pleasure. (laughs) Is Adam Carolla his podcast? Oh sure, yeah. He has some of the most abhorrent points of view, though. (laughs) Yes, he does. So much so that like ten times a year I unsubscribe to his podcast because he pisses me off so bad. He he's super conservative. I mean, he wouldn't call himself Republican, but he has these he, he has these very backward ideas about men and women, yeah. and about well, race. It, it
1: used to be all in fun and games with the Man Show and stuff,
0: but I, I think never, it I wasn't
1: nev- I never, fun and games.
0: Yeah, I never saw Man. I never saw the Man Show. I never saw Love Line on MTV. I I only knew Adam Carolla from the radio show. in the late '90s, which is another huge influence on me. Actually, I
1: used to watch the the MTV show, watch the um, listen to the radio show with Dr. Drew. Right, and
0: uh, the other thing we just said. The man Show. right? So, uh, uh, Doctor Drew and Adam Carolla, late '90s. I would listen to the live show every day. Yeah, and uh,
1: I stole Adam Carolla's character for this show,
0: right? So, and I stole Doctor Drew's character. You know, <laughs> so it's like that. I re- and I remember in the late '90s, I was so obsessed with the the love line. Yeah. I would I would listen every day and I would even listen to reruns on the weekends. It came on every day in Seattle <clears throat> at 10 p.m. and it would go until 1 a.m. and I would listen to it yeah. al- almost every night uh, while I walked around gr- like Green Lake. <laughs> and I remember uh in and I was a therapist, I was a new therapist around, you know, that time 97 98. And I remember talking with this other friend. I didn't know you at the time. But I was talking with this other guy, and we were we were thinking we should make a radio show, uh, <laughs> uh, where I was a therapist, right, and he was the he was the funny guy. So I took over this guy's role, right. So that's another what kind a of crazy story. Kirk. <laughs> that's another influence. Again, now the the thing I love about Adam Carolla is he's sort of like Stern in that like you have to sort of put up with some of the BS to to get some of the good stuff. But the thing that I've learned from Adam Carolla is he keeps things moving really well. Like when there's a slow moment or when there's a guest who, who doesn't respond quick, like he'll, he'll just, he'll just bulldoze over them. You know I what see. I mean? He, he keeps things inter- interesting. He, you know, anyway, I, I find him to be, uh, really funny and and really entertaining at times, and he can actually be very touching at times. And then other times, I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> you know. But he has an episode that comes out almost every day, so wow. there's just a lot of a lot of content. And my number five is Radiolab, which Radiolab, is, which course. is another science yeah. um, podcast and well liked by a lot of people. Um, honorable mentions uh, at the top of the list, I'll say Hardcore History with Dan Carlin. Amazing. He, he does. He does. His podcast episodes are like six hours long, and he will prepare for the six hour. Lo- it's basically an audiobook, just yeah. Some yeah. He will have prepared for this six hour episode for like six months, <laughs> and he learns everything about Julius Caesar, and he reads all these books and he reads mm-hmm. all these things, and then he just does this epic long episode where he really puts you in. I- I've never heard another. I've and s- i since listening to Dan Carlin's Hard- Hardcore History. I've listened to a lot of other history podcasts and Dan Carlin just does it best. He really puts you in, he, he'll he stop and he will be like, okay, so, you know, this is what these people are saying, but how can we really understand mm-hmm. what it would be like to be there? You know, like just as an example, Julius uh, Caesar wore, he had like tassels on his robe okay. and he also wore his robe a little loose. Was well, he a cowboy? So, In our in our parlance, it's like, well, what does that mean exactly? And so he breaks it down. He's like, basically, he would be like David Bowie, you know, because David Bowie was dressed as a uh, like a gender. What he he, you know he played around with gender. He was androgynous in his dress. Right, right. And so Julius Caesar. Was the same. So to have tassels on, and I don't know if I'm remembering it right, but yeah. on, on your robe, on your senator's robe, and to wear it a little loose was very feminine and, and very sexy, oh, and dangerous and rebellious. And the older generation thought it was just like immoral and <laughs> and, and horrible, but the young people thought you know he, Julius Caesar was like sexy, a rock star. And, yeah, and and you know. And so he breaks that all down, and you're like, "Oh, that's interesting," you know. Whereas other historian podcasts will, they'll just be like, they'll, they'll sometimes they won't even mention that stuff. And they wore robes, right? You know. But anyway, that's cool. But Dan Carlin, uh, Hardcore History, is a very popular uh, history podcast. And the other honorable mention I have is Pop Culture Happy Hour. It's put out by NPR, and it's a uh, it seemingly kind of randomly. They, I think, usually like maybe two comes out a week, but it's a panel of different NPR people that are just the funny and interesting, okay. and and they talk about movies and TV primarily. Oh wow! And love that. But, know, but this, but, um, sorry, ahead. this reminds me that
1: I should, there was an honorable mention I should give to um did you ever watch the series uh crash course in world history oh yeah yeah so by the uh, one of the two brothers the, yeah yeah uh, the guy who's written all those books and yeah what's his name um, <laughs> um
0: yeah.
1: anyways him it, uh, but it's so good yeah it, the only reason I wouldn't put it near the top now is because like that that series ended and they have other ones that are pretty good too but that one was my favorite it ended yeah like they did you know they did, it was a set of A fixed set of episodes that they Uh, did, and uh, it was super well-written, super well-illustrated.
0: I learned so much from that. Yeah. Loved it. But mainly what I listen to, like, on a daily basis, it's TBTL and Pop Culture Happy Hour. Those are the, like, as soon as TBTL gets posted, I listen to it. Yeah. And as soon as a Pop Culture Happy Hour one gets posted— they're pretty easy listening you know, you, you don't have to really listen that intently. And it's just kind of fun entertainment for me. Yeah. Um, other honorable mentions. I'll just rip through these, uh, S town, Serial, dirty, John liar city. Fresh air is a classic reply. All minute physics, revisionist history with Malcolm Gladwell, Slate's Culture Gab Fest, which is similar to Pop Culture ha- Happy Hour. Sword Scale, Uncivil, which is a great new one. 74 Seconds, which I've talked about before. 99% Invisible, Freakonomic, Studio 360, to the best of our knowledge. And, of course, Unpopular Culture. John Green. John Green, yeah, that's right. The Green Brothers. All right. Well, let's just conclude there. What do you say, Berto? Let's do it. Well... If you want to share what you listen to, what other podcasts you listen to, email us at contact at psychology in Seattle. Also, if you think that I have been blowing off on Berto or not, you can also let your opinions be known by emailing uh, me, contact at psychology in Seattle dot com. Or you can go to the fan group on on Facebook there's a there's two main there's two Facebook pages. We have the main page which I run basically, and that's just that's just me posting stuff. And then there's the fan group which I don't even look at, right? But somehow I ended up someone ended up sending me a like a thread that was going on last week. Oh, really? And I'm I'm trying to remember what exactly what was being said. They're like, Kirk, I think you should see this. <laughs> and i was like huh and so so i and i guess in an episode last week i oh i know which one you're talking i said something like i i, I said i i swore i said i said the f word mm-hmm. and then i quickly took a divergence away from that and said i'm sorry i just said an f bomb i've been trying not to swear i know a lot of you hate it when i swear and it's just hard for me not to cuz it's in my among my peers we swear <laughs> a lot but I know that most people don't like that, you know, if your kids are around or you just consider the F word to be sort of abrasive. There's a lot of fuckers out there. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of fuckers who say the word fuck on a fucking daily oh, basis. A you going on. Yeah. And, and so, um, and then someone on the fan group, which I don't look at, right. but someone sent to me, said someone was just, I think it were Natasha, I think, was just Really upset that the listeners were attacking me <laughs> about, um, right? You know uh, the language I use, and also, and I think actually no, I think a few people actually even emailed me just independent of this, saying like, "Kirk, don't let the haters influence." the style of the show because we like the style of the show. And if that involves swearing, then fine, you know, fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) And also, you know, we want you to be authentic. It was an interesting message I got from people, honestly, which was like they thought I was going to water down the episodes or something, you know, that I was going to censor myself more or make it too corporate or something. And I just have to say like, it's really interesting to hear people's responses and I'm always interested in that. So it was great to hear all that. Any opinion?
1: Did you see the, the reply I posted? No, no. (laughs) I, um, I picked seven random words from the person's post and I said, please in the future, please refrain from using all the following words. And I listed them out. Um, and I said, uh, we appreciate your understanding and absolute
0: cooperation. Did anyone understand what you said?
1: Okay, so one person immediately replied, WTF? Question mark, exclamation mark. And then in quotes, absolute cooperation, question mark, exclamation mark, angry face. <laughs> and then like a few beats later, the same person replied and said, Oh, I get what you're doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I got like, I got like 17 likes on my, <laughs>
0: on my thing. <laughs> Um, yeah so um do you have any opinion on this on this
1: yeah i mean i i think that there is always a a a line that you know imagine we just start going further and further down a route that our existing listener base start we start getting complaints we would have to listen to that right but there is a difference i think someone on that thread actually put it best which is you don't you don't like and I'm gonna butcher it. You don't walk into someone's house and say, like, I don't like the decor and I'm gonna start redecorating. It's like who are you? You don't even live here. So in the same way, I think if if you know, we have this show going on for a while, we have deserving listeners, and then all of a sudden, you know, some new blood, some young blood, doesn't like some of the decorations, I'm like, Well, I I, I take your feedback and if I hear it a lot, we'll probably take down a couple of the more offensive pieces you know
0: yeah okay that's interesting um we have been getting angry or or you know constructive feedback about swearing since the beginning so <laughs> it isn't a new necessarily a new something something new god damn it <laughs> um the other thing is is a lot of what we do today is based on feedback that we've received from the listeners right so so it's not like i'm you know this episode. You know this podcast is some sort of pure representation of no. of like our own creativity. It's it's a it's a conversation. You know, it's been steered. Yeah, it's and, been community decide. Yeah, and, and yeah, and and so now you know the community clearly wants me to say the word fuck all the so time. So fuck it. All right. Well, that does it for that fucking episode of Psychology in Seattle. Thanks for fucking joining us. Please take care of your fucking selves because. You fucking deserve it.